Hello and welcome to another episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Prohoroff and in today's episode I want to share with you a little bit of a mindset or a breakthrough when things seem overwhelming, when life seems too hard to handle or things aren't going your way and you're just not sure what to do. And for many of us, we may have found ourselves in this situation many times. And I'm sharing this at a time of life that seems like the entire world's under pressure in a a very big way, big impactful way with the year 2020 and COVID and just so many different challenges coming at us. And just breaking it down and understanding that we all experience extreme stresses at some point in our lives. Something happens that is outside of our control and it can knock the wind out of us. Again, example of this year and life completely coming to a standstill being quarantined in our homes, being asked to do things differently than we've ever done before, and then not knowing what to expect and seeing jobs being lost and people being sent home and schools being shut down and everything seems out of our control. And it does feel like we have no control. But things have happened in your life as well, not just this year. It could be that you may have had a health stress or someone in your family. It could be family related. It could be a financial stress or a career stress, economic. It could be something emotional, environmental, whatever it is or was, every single one of us has experienced some sort of extreme stress before. And these days might seem more than ever for many of us because this is different. This feels different. And the stress does not come from the facts, however. Stress comes from the meaning that we give to these facts. Yes, I'm very clear that this year is so much filled with stress and challenges and questions and doubts and fears and unknowns. And yes, those things in our life that have happened are stressful, are challenging. But the real question is not that that is the challenge where most most people lie in that. But it's what are we going to do with what's happened or what's happening? Because if we keep fighting it, if we keep looking at it in that way as a fight and not knowing what to what to do with it and looking at it in this huge problem of a stress that's monumental that maybe can't be solved and we're going to only have more problems because of it. So how are we then going to take this, this problem, if you want to look at it this year or some simple stress that you've dealt with or you're dealing with now, how can you take this thing and mold this? and turn your life around. Because if we take the stress in our life and we give it a new meaning, we give it a different meaning, because when we give it a new and different meaning, what we're going to get is a new and different result. We're going to get a new and different life. So all that we have to notice right now is not the stress and the pressure that's outside of us, because most often we can't control that. It's outside of our control. And for us to focus on fighting that, 
We're fighting a losing battle. There's no way to persevere against something we have no control over. So what do we do? How how do we get out of this? How do we get over this? How do we get through this? Because there is a way. So I want you to begin to understand that, number one, it's a perspective shift. So I'm going to ask you a question. What is the single force that controls your life right now? Now, if there's one gift our creator or whatever you believe in has given to you, to us, each and every one of us, what is that one thing, that one power that you have inside of this moment that can change everything? And you have it and I have it. We all have this power. And it's this one single power that can change anything in our lives, regardless of what has happened to us and what is going on outside of us. And that power is simply the power of our choice. Because listen, we cannot control those events. They're outside of our control. But what we can do is choose what we focus on. We can choose what we're focusing on, what's happening means to us. And then we can choose what we do. So these are the three steps as we choose to uh, make the decision, but our perspective needs to change first. So it's what we focus on. And then what we choose that is going to mean to us and then what we do from there. So these three choices and then the three decisions every single day control our life. So it's not so much what's happening outside of us, right? The conditions, yes, they're there and they're part of it, but it's more about the decisions that we make to help us create a better way to turn our life around or to change where we're going in this scenario right now, what we're doing. So just think about a time in your life, because I want to prove to you that this is true for all of us. So I want you to think about a moment in your life, and I'll share mine too, and ask yourself, are there at least one to two decisions that you can remember that you had made, that if you had made a different decision, you would have had a totally different life? Now, It may have been you would have a better life or it may have been you would have a worse life. I don't know. I'm not even asking you to judge that or second guess that that past decision because what's done is done. We can't go back into the past and change that. But those choices were choices. And I want you to see the power, what a decision can make. How is your life better today because of a decision that you made years ago? Think about it. Sometimes that small decision can change your life in a big way. Like you decided one day to stop at a different coffee shop on your way to work and you ended up meeting someone who became the love of your life. You know, a small decision that leads to a a huge shift in your life. Or maybe you meet someone and through that meeting or that relationship, you decide to become a a software engineer, or you become a doctor or a pilot or whatever it is, you just changed your life in a meaningful way for you. Because yes, that person or that experience might have impacted you, but you make that decision because you decided and you chose something that was very important to you. And you decided that this is how I'm going to change my life. And that decision has affected so much of your life in every way, what you do how you live your life, how you spend your time, and then how much you're earning or not earning, and then what you attract into your life, who you attract into your life, beliefs that you have, 
All of these things come from these small decisions. It could be what you choose to eat for dinner, what you choose to eat every single day, what you choose not to eat. And these are going to determine, you know, your long-term physical destiny. So again, it's not the conditions, but it's the decisions that we make that help control where we go and our destiny. So if we want a new life, or we want a new situation, or we want a new result, we have to make new choices. We can't keep repeating the old patterns. They only lead us to the same present uh, realities. So if you don't like the way you are working, your work is going, or your career is going, then change it. And if you don't like the way your body is today, change it. If you don't like a relationship or a relationship's not working for you, I would say first change yourself because you can't just change the relationship because you're going to carry yourself into that next relationship. So it's truly about changing what's not working. And there's no right or wrong answer in this. It's just the changes in these moments, every time understanding that we make a decision. And I mean, in need when you make a decision means truly when you cut off all other possibilities. So if you choose to change, say, your body or your career or something in your life that's very, very important to changing, you have to cut off all other possibilities. You can't have the temptation to go backwards when times seem tough because they will get tough. You have to commit with everything you've got and you have to just draw that line in the sand and you take action. You can continue to take action until you get that next result. And the big decisions come from the smaller decisions. Like what am I going to focus on? right? What am I going to eat for dinner today? And then that's going to lead me to what am I going to eat tomorrow? And then the next day and the next day, which gives me a different result versus if I kept doing what I'm doing now, because whatever you focus on, you are going to feel. And if you focus on all the things that you have been done to you over your life or where you are today and why you're stuck, you're just going to feel awful and it's not going to help you grow. So I asked you to think about your life and possibly want to do decisions that made uh, made a reality and a shift for you. Had you had made a different decision, you might be in a different place today. So for myself, I'll share two personal, uh, not too personal so that I don't, uh, um, you know, give too much, uh, uh, take, take other people in my life's uh, personal uh, experiences away or give too much information about them on a personal level. I just want to share that I had been in a relationship that was a very impactful relationship um, just before I was, uh, it was my late teens and early 20s. And through this relationship, uh, it was really the first time that I had a serious boyfriend and um, he was quite a bit much older than I was. And I really did care about him very deeply. And I was really troubled because he had, he had some back issues because he, like I said, he was a lot older than me. So he had some issues and he had some problems, personal problems. And needless to say, he had some baggage. And in that, I just felt that it didn't matter. That baggage didn't matter. And I wanted to experience life with him because, you know, he was a very caring and kind person. He just had this baggage and he did have a lot of problems in his past, things that were outside of his control, you know, family issues and uh, really devastating things that had happened and, and health issues in, in his family. And so there were conditions inside of his life that affected him. And I saw that and I felt that. And I had this deep, 
deep uh, connection with him. And I wanted to help be there with him. The problem was, as I was so much younger and I wasn't at that level of experience yet and expertise, I haven't, I hadn't grown in myself that much to understand what I was stepping into. So it was a little bit outside of my ability and capabilities. I, I wasn't mature enough to handle that. For a lot of us that have looked into, you know, development of the brain, uh, you know, there's there's studies to say that, you know, our brains are not fully developed until at least about 25 years old. So I was I was well below that. And so my ability and he was above, he was older than that. So it was the time in our lives were very different. You know, he had already gone through experiences and he had a lot of baggage because of that. So he was dealing with different conditions because of the choices he had made. Well, me coming into this, wanting to be there with him when I had not lived that and I wasn't ready for that. So needless to say, we ended up breaking off that we were actually engaged to get married and ended up the pressure of everything became too intense. And we ended up breaking off that engagement. And now I have to say was one of the biggest impactful and devastating times in my lives. But I knew that I needed to move away from that because I it wasn't moving in the right direction for either of us. And not that I blame him or anybody else. It's just that was a situation at that time. And looking at it now in a different perspective versus how I looked at it back then, because again, I was not even in my full mature brain yet. And I hadn't experienced life in any, any way yet. It, I was still so new and, and life just was so innocent. I looked at things in a more innocent way. And now looking at it, you know, from here, looking back, I'm grateful to have gone through that experience because I learned and I grew through that. And I know for me, lift, uh, changing that perspective instead of being angry and saying, oh, why did that have to happen to me? Why did I have to go through that? Why did I have to hurt that way? Why why did he have to you know, impact my life that way? And why did I have to see and feel those different things? But looking at it in a way of appreciation has changed and shifted who I am now. And of course, I later went on to meet my current, my, the husband that I have today for almost 26 years now, and I'm very blessed. And yes, we've been through our own ups and downs, and that's just life, and that's just relationships, and that's just the way it goes. But the the ability to look at it in a new way and understand all those little choices that we make, all those decisions are are impactful for our long term. And when we're not happy with one of the choices or the situations that we're living in, all we need to do is switch. Where a lot of times we start to judge and blame and criticize ourselves or other people. And we start to live in this place of fear and doubt and just feeling stuck and that we have no choice. But in reality, we all have that ability to change. We all have decisions to make. We all have the choice that we're able to make. And I'll share one other experience I can remember when, you know, was that uh, I know that my life would have gone completely two different directions. Um, not so much bigger the 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 you know life of marrying someone and then someone else obviously that would have taken me in a, in a bigger uh huge uh different direction but even with my the hus- my husband now i mean i i've only had one husband so <laughs> i say my husband now my husband um we 
had been through a lot in the beginning stages, just a lot of emotional issues, family issues and struggles, and um, even my own personal issues dealing with that, his own uh, personal issues dealing with that, and then us together dealing with that. And if you're in a relationship, you understand what that looks like. You know, you're dealing with your own thing, they're dealing with theirs, and then you're coming together to try to deal with it in your ways together. So there's a lot of patience we have to have and understanding and respect. And that truly comes from, you know, going deep into ourselves and understanding that we are not, you know, the the sole, uh, you know, person in this relationship, that it it goes in many different ways. And we were going through a change because my husband's family had moved, uh, decided to move uh, across the world to another, another country. And this was the previous country they had lived in before. Actually, my husband had been born there and they uh, had moved uh, back to America when he was young. So he doesn't really have any memories of it there. But, you know, our kids were young and we have decided, well, okay, you know, they were all going, you know, we wanted to be close with the family. So we chose to go. And I remember at this one stage, we were going to go first and we had all our things packed up and we had put as much as we could in storage uh, here and in, in where we're at now. Uh, and we were going off to this other country and we had all of our uh, luggage. We were taking, I, I think we had 17 bags of luggage, all, you know, it was a, a lot of pieces of luggage, right? Because we had our three kids and then ourselves and we were just taking as much as we could to go and resettle there before we were to you know come back and and uh, ship the rest of our belongings so we had all these 17 things and it was a huge decision because we were the first ones going yet we had never really experienced life there we have never experienced living there yet the rest of the family hadn't hadn't weren't going with us so it was you know I think putting the cart cart before the horse we were going before I believe now we were truly ready to be there and in my heart of hearts we really wanted to make it work because it was this bigger meaning purpose of the family and being together there and so we were we were at the I remember at the the airport and it was just stressful you know just with all of the the putting things in storage, selling whatever we couldn't take with us and put in storage and pack, you know, putting the rest of the stuff in luggage, taking our children. I mean, they were, uh, my oldest was 15. So, uh, you know, the youngest was, I think five or six. So it was a, it was a huge trans, obviously huge transition to another country. And so long story short, we were standing there at the uh, ticket counter. I think my husband was at the ticket counter, uh, you know, telling the, 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 uh, the airline, you know, what, how many pieces of luggage we have, how many people checking us all in. And he, I was standing a little bit behind him. I remember with some of the family and everybody just kind of scatters a bunch of people there, you know, to see us off. And I remember he's, he's kind of heavy. I see him like leaning over the counter and then he turns around to me because I can't hear what they're saying. And he tells me it's going to be another thousand dollars to send the rest of this luggage with us, you know, all these carry-ons, I mean, on the carry-ons, the check-ins. And I looked at him because in my, it was just, we're going, you know, I had already made that decision. We're going. And I hadn't understood at that point that he wasn't. And so now when looking back, I can see that he was not yet ready. His family wasn't even going with us. We were going on our own. Maybe I was pushing it. I don't know. But I just remember me saying, okay. And he looked at me and he says, what, what do we do? And it was in that decision, I look back now, had I said, let's just not go right now, let's wait, things might have been very different than they are today. 
And I'm not saying that that's in a good way or a bad way. It's just, it is what it is. I'm very happy with the way things are. Yes, there's things that could always be better, right? And obviously things could be worse, but I look at that pivotal moment when he turned over his shoulder and he says, what do we do? And he was waiting for me to say what I said. And and he was just not even in the mindset to make the decision. Um, he wasn't ready to make that choice, that decision. This power was, he was just, he was done. He was tired. He was just depleted with it. So he looked at me and says, what do we do? And I remember one of the family members says, but you got rid of every, like you, you've already, you've already, you know, got rid of your home. You got rid of everything's in storage. What are you going to do if you don't go? So it was almost like, I didn't know what to say to him. And then when I heard that, I says, let's just go. And he says, are you sure? And I said, yes. And we did just to fast forward where where we did eventually come back. Um, Things were very challenging for the kids and the transition was difficult with work and everything. So we did end up coming back. But that experience, I'm blessed because it was a journey. It was a a pivotal time for our family. Uh, There's a lot of personal experiences that we've gone through together, like with my children, my husband and myself there that I'm very blessed with. And I'm, I'm, uh, we've grown together. I have to say in a much more impactful way. Yes, it was challenging, very challenging at times. And, And sometimes still there are challenges that we're dealing with, you know, family being apart and, and just different struggles to that, that nature. But when I go to where I'm looking at, what am I focusing? I'm focusing on what I got out of it, what I learned from it, what we learned together. So those are my, I just wanted to go a little bit deeper on my own personal experience so you can dive deep into what those moments are in your life that had you made a different decision, where would you be? And if you've never looked at things that way, I'm going to ask you to do that because this is something that might help you shift your perspective if you're not really used to doing that yet. Because if you focus on all of the amazing coincidences in your life that has happened, whether it was meeting uh, your husband for the first time or your, you know, your long love or your best friend or whatever it was uh, that led you to this long term, you know, result for me, hey, not marrying my first love, but marrying my husband now, my life is, I'm just so blessed because obviously we are closer in age. We have a lot similar experiences. We understand each other. So there's more unity there, even though yes, there's struggles as well as always going to be. But the idea about it is, is that had I married the first, that my first love, I don't think I would be married anymore. I think that our differences would have led us to, you know, possibly being divorced and maybe having uh, other issues along the way. So I'm, I'm happy for the experience, but also I'm happy the way things turned out. Maybe it was that, uh, you know, because of something that you have this ability now, or because you were there on a certain day, you missed an accident, you know, you were, you were blessed in another direction. And whatever it is that you focus on, you are going to feel So if you choose to focus on the fact that nobody loves you, nobody cares about you, and you look for reasons that they don't care about you, you know, maybe you're surrounded at work by people that you don't really get along with, you don't see eye to eye with, and you think, okay, they don't really care about me, they don't like me, and you're looking for evidence that they don't like you and that they don't care about you, you're going to find it. You will find what you're looking for. And if you focus on that, uh, all the people have goodness inside of them, maybe if you look at it, well, okay, well, I don't see eye to eye with these people, but they all have goodness inside of them. We all care about uh, the same goal, about helping each other, about, you know, success in this in this work or whatever it is. You're going to find that. 
basically seek and you shall find. So if you're seeking the negative and seeking to find the negative, you're going to find it because it's going to be seen everywhere. But if you look for the positive or something different, you're going to find that as well. The secret then is to just become conscious about your decision making. What do you want to change in your life? Like, what is it right now that you're struggling in? It could be about this year. It could be something else. It could be another time of your life. It could be that you're, you've been dealing with this before this year. But all you need to do is make new choices. But it's not just as easy as making a new choice because you have to make a conscious choice. You can't just make a choice and then think I'm done with it. You know, it's like haphazardly. I'm just going to throw this away and then then I'm done with it. No, you have to make a conscious choice because when we make unconscious choices based on our patterns from the past, we're going to get miserable results or we're going to get results that keep us stuck. So when we want to change, what we need to do is make a conscious decision. So what you focus on, you will feel. Just remember that. What you are focusing on every single day, which is why I talk so much about starting off the day with the right intention. My morning routine, this is what I cover in our Superstar Elite program with every member that comes in. We don't begin with a diet and a workout program. I know people think that. Your workout program. And I kind of think, wait a minute. No, no. The Superstar Elite program, that is not a workout program. We actually shift the patterns. We actually decide to make different decisions. And we start that with how we start the day because how how we start the day truly rules the entire day. Like what you focus on when you wake up in the morning and what you put into perspective or how you think of that thing in the beginning of the day is really going to rule your, your day. If you wake up in the morning, you think I feel terrible today. It's Monday and I hate Mondays and this is just going to be a bad day. Guess what kind of day you're going to have because you're looking for it right? You're, you're putting that in your, your focus of what you're going to shift your, your focus on and you're going to feel that all day long versus, oh gosh, I'm tired today. It's Monday, but you know what? It's a beautiful day. I'm going to focus on what I'm going to enjoy about today. What do I have to look forward to today? What are my priorities? What can I do to feel good about today? So by the time I get to the end of this day, I want to feel good about it. And you're going to feel good about it because that's what your focus was on. So what you focus on, you are going to feel, Right. And if you're focusing on people that don't care about you, then you're going to feel that they don't care about you, right? Um, And then the next decision that you make is what things mean. So not only does it matter what to focus on, but then after you decide what to focus on because you're going to feel it, then you're going to add meaning or you're going to, you're going to attach meaning to that, right? So if you think, well, uh, you know, I don't, I I feel that people don't care, then I'm going to feel that they don't care. And then that next decision that you make is what things mean. So when you focus on what someone does and you come up with a meaning and that meaning might be that nobody loves me or a meaning is that they're all trying to take advantage of me or nobody cares about me or, or I'm all in, in this on my own and they're all against me, depending on what meaning you come up with and what whatever that is, you get to choose the meaning of anything. You know, it's up to you. But for some people, they say, Oh gosh, this has happened to me this year. Oh, this year has been so hard for me. And in the world, everybody's, you know, so stressed out and businesses are closing up and the economy is taking and gosh, I'm going to be going broke. And, and what if I lose my job? And this is happens and that happens. And someone else says, okay, you know, you have this one person thinking, that, you know, it, it's like the, the sky's falling down. If you've ever heard that old, I don't know if it's, a fable, if it's just an old uh, story I heard as a, but you know, in the sky, I think it was Penny, Penny, it was a, a, 
a hen. I can't even remember the story, but it was the skies falling down. And it was truly, I think it was raining or something. But, you know, the, the perception in the story was, you know, when you look at it one way, you're going to think about it in that way. So, you know, Penny, Penny the hen was thinking that the sky was falling down. And if I'm changing the story, well, that's just the way I do things. <laughs> that's the way my, my mind works right now. It's the things that's important to, my, to the story to, uh, in this uh, situation, in this, um, you know, in this perspective. But so you have somebody thinking, oh my gosh, this year, everything is just broken down or my life is just broken down. I don't know what's going to happen. And, and you're living in this and you're, you're giving the meaning to this year as this negative which it can feel overwhelming. Stress, stressful pressure can feel overwhelming. But guess what? We all have a decision on how we focus, where we focus and what we give meaning to and how we give meaning. Someone else might say about this situation or this year that, okay, guess what? This is a challenge. Yeah, I see this as a challenge. It's interesting. It's interesting that it's a challenge, but they look at it in a different perspective and they'll say, you know what? I'm gonna work harder on uh, whatever it is that I'm working on or studying, or I'm going to be a little bit more creative and I'm going to actually change what's not working. I'm going to shift it, right? And it will change everything. And everybody else right now is deciding to quit and look at the negative. So I'm going to be a little bit above that. I'm going to, I'm going to go above that line and I don't want to fall into that pit. And so, you know what? Inside of this mindset, I might be able to create a new business model or something different to be able to dominate the marketplace this year. And looking at it in either of these two perspectives, is this the end? Is this truly the end of the line or is this the beginning? Can this be a regrowth? You know, so it's how we look at it. Again, what we focus on and then the meaning we give to that focus. You get to decide which is the coolest part ever. You know, when in my days of anxiety, my anxiety meant I was saying this is the end. I can't breathe anymore. I can't focus anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm out of control and I will let myself spiral into an anxiety attack. Whereas when I decided, wait a minute, that's not working for me. I don't want to keep doing that. I have to change how I'm responding to this, right? And then I understood later, of course, that I needed to get a handle on the stresses before they got to that extreme. But I was assigning it a new meaning and I was getting a different result over time of changing that. So let's consider a relationship. Now, if you have a relationship or if you had a relationship and in you're at a point in that relationship that, you know, things might be not going very well or whatever. And you choose, is this the end or is this a new beginning of this relationship? Which it can be either one. Are you going to treat people? Think about this for a minute. Would you treat people in a relationship the same at the end of a relationship as you would at the beginning of the relationship? Think about it for a minute. No way. We wouldn't, right? So think about this. Now, if you want to improve your relationship, you're just going to treat people like you did at the beginning of that relationship, right? Or thinking about not what bothers me about this person and what the problems are, because that's what most people do when they start to have arguments and they're starting to fight and they're, you know, coming to the end of the relationship because they've decided this is the end of the relationship. So this is how I'm going to treat this situation. I'm going to feel about this person and this situation. And if they were to take all that crap away and think, why did I even get into this relationship? What is it about this person that I truly honor and respect? Or what was it before I let all this baggage get in the way? And then just pushing all the baggage away, no matter what that means, deciding we're going to create a new meaning, 
You know, right now the meaning is I'm mad, I'm pissed off, all this hurts me, this is a, how dare they do this, how dare they, da, 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 whatever it is that's bugging us about this relationship, about this person, and saying, gosh, if I truly want to continue, is this the end of the relationship? If so, great, because I'm going to treat it differently. But if I want to look at it as a new beginning, because I don't want to lose this relationship, it's too meaningful to me, it's too important to me, then you know what? I'm going to push all this baggage away. I know it's painful to push it away. I know it hurts my ego to push it away, but I'm going to push it away regardless. And I'm going to look at the basics of what I really came into this relationship for. What about this person do I value? And then treat the person as if you're at the beginning of the relationship again. Truly, it's as simple as this to heal any relationship. And no, I'm not saying that it's every single, you know, hundred percent because every relationship has different issues, different, you know, circumstances and situations. And I'm not saying that this is the end all be all, but let's just say for more than half of them, you can look at it in this perspective and saying, push all this baggage away, look at it in a new light and look at it, this person as if you want to recreate a new relationship with this person and you're going to treat them different. So consider at the, at the beginning of a relationship, say, you know, let's just say it's, it's your love of your life and you get married and you're so happy and this person you're so happy with and you love and you adore and you just want to do everything for, and you're like, I just love them so much. They're just the best person ever. And then they ask you to take out the trash and then they ask you to go do this for them or, or, you know, help them out with something. You're happy to do these things. You're like, yay, of course I'm going to do it. And you're like almost dancing to do this because you just want this person to be so happy. You're so happy for this person. You want to just do whatever you can for this person. But then if you're at the end and you're feeling at the, just, you're, you're at your wits end with this person and you're just considering, gosh, I can't even understand why I even got together with this person. This person just makes me crazy and look at all their bad habits and look at all how they are so selfish and this and that. And you're, you're so upset with this person. And so you're focusing on all this. And then they ask you to take out the trash or do these little favors for you. And you're thinking, what the heck? Do I look like your maid? Do I look like somebody that's here to just serve on you? Do it yourself. Take out your own dang trash. Do your own things, right? We're going to feel different whether we're feeling like we're at the beginning or versus feeling like we're at the end and we give it new meanings and we do this in all parts of our life. I'm using a relationship as an example. Consider anything in your life. What meaning you give to it is the the amount of attention you're going to give to it and how you show up for it. Just like if you're going to lose weight and you give meaning to it in a pause, this is going to help benefit my life, then I'm going to consider to continue doing it even when I get to the point where it's challenging or I didn't get to go to the grocery store and get these foods that I wanted to eat today. I'm going to still make it count versus, oh my gosh, here I go again, a stupid, another weight loss thing. These things are just too hard for me. I don't have time for this. I don't have energy for this. I don't care about this. These are just exhausting. You're giving meaning in a negative light and you're feeling negative about it. And chances are, you're going to just say, screw it. I don't care anymore. Get me out of it and run, right? And go back to your old patterns. So it's what we give meaning to and whatever we're trying to focus on and change. We first have to decide what to focus on. We talked about that, right? So you first focus on, you first decide what you focus on. Number one is the decision. Okay. So decision is first, then you decide what to focus on. And most of us are unconsciously making these decisions, right? Or you know, these focus, what we're focusing. And then the next step is we decide what these things mean. All right. So what we focus on and then what that means to us. And then what the third thing is that we decide to do is what we are going to do. We decide what are we going to do about it? We decide we're either going to quit because, hey, I can't handle this relationship or I can't handle this diet plan or I can't handle what I'm trying to do right now. I can't handle this year. I'm going to quit. And we make that choice and we decide because it's too overwhelming. And so in just in 
choosing, making that decision, what we're going to do and quitting, we're going to get a specific result. Most likely it's going to go back to feeling miserable, more miserable because we quit. First of all, we think now less of ourselves because we just dropped that uh, commitment level down another notch. And now we feel a little bit like a failure. So we're judging ourselves. Maybe there's old voices in our heads from the past of judgment that we start to, to have uh, play out in our minds. And then we've got to come to the point where we got to make another shift because sooner or later that pain of being stuck again is going to hit us. So that's also a decision though. We decide to quit and we've done that more often than we know, right? But we can also do something else. We can also decide to get strong and we can also decide to focus that we decide to turn things around or we decide to wait and see, right? Ultimately, it's your, it's your destiny and your destiny is just determined by what you do. The choices of what, what, what did I do? What did I focus on? What did that mean to me? And what did I choose to do from those? So for example, what do you do? And I'm going to talk about something pretty serious right now because, you know, health, health is a big issue. I know that we all say, obviously, uh, life and success and money and, and weight and all these things are wonderful and, and, and great challenges to overcome and overturn. But what do you do if your doctor says that you have something that's life-threatening, you know, a disease or say a tumor, for example? And I've heard this from many people who have experienced this. I thankfully haven't. And I hope to keep it that way. But hey, what if we get to that day, if you've not either, that the doctor tells you that? Now, obviously, this is a very intense moment. You know, again, I've talked with people. I, I know close people in my life who have dealt with this. This is intense. What do you focus on, right? In that moment, do you focus on it's all over? Do you focus on why did this happen to me? What did I do wrong? Do you give it a meaning that says, I'm going to die? You know, what do you do? Do you go through the traditional therapeutical approaches in handling this? Maybe you put your hands into somebody else. Do you evaluate this? Do you decide to get a second or a third opinion? Now, your destiny in the long term is definitely determined by your decisions. And I know these are not I don't know, but I would imagine and I've heard that these are not easy decisions to make. So if you're someone like, let's use Lance Armstrong, whether you like him or not, based on, you know, his, uh, um, what he's known for, but he's, he's an athlete, right? Besides all the, you know, taking drugs for it. And I mean, as far as I hear, all the cyclists do the same thing. So he's just in the same boat of everybody, but he has gone through his own, his own personal health challenges you know, he had tumors growing throughout his body, you know, but as Lance Armstrong, he focused immediately on, I've got to find a solution. And the meaning is that this is my ultimate battle. And so what he did in that moment, it's exhausted every possibility. And it doesn't mean that at this moment, if we exhaust every possibility, we're guaranteed to succeed because it doesn't. But this mindset shift shifts us, right? Now, I'm also not saying that that's why he survived, but I'm saying that we can choose what we want to focus on and the commitment to to getting a specific result, whether we know it's possible or not. It's not 100%. Nothing in life is though. We don't get a guarantee in life, right? It's maybe it will, maybe it won't. But our ability to do the right thing 
because we believe in this strongly enough, because we give meaning and we're focusing on what we want out of this. And then obviously there's grace. Obviously there's grace and there's blessings that come out of this. And I do hope that I gave you a little bit of a different perspective shift in the fact that yes, there's stresses. And the thing about it is, is every one of us have, has had before intense stresses and pressures. And we may again, and we are now going through our own. And putting the perspective and changing the perspective is really all the power that we have. If we sit and give the power to the outside situation that we have no control over, what are we going to do? What are we going to get out of it? Just a lot of frustration, right? And a lot more devastation because now we have no control. We gave up our control. We, we're acting as though we are a victim and we can't do anything. And yet we can all make another decision. And it's just deciding what do I want to focus on? What do I want out of this experience? How do I want this experience to mold me? And what do I want to be remembered by and how I handled my own challenges? Because that's truly what I look at just as we end off today's episode is what I want people to know me for, to remember the things that I did, not because I was, you know, being selfish in myself or wanted things for myself or wanted to judge everybody around me based on making myself feel better and look better but really about what I do with the situation. How I treat people is very important to me. Yes, and no, I'm not always going to be perfect, and I'm okay with that, but I always strive to do better. I learn from my mistakes, and uh, I try to be as humble as I can, but yet I don't want to be walked on because I've, I've experienced that in my life, you know, being someone who just wanted to please everybody and getting walked all over. So I don't, I don't enjoy that either, and I don't allow that anymore. But there's a fine line and it's it's always this little dance and this balance and again of focusing and shifting and kind of growing. It's like we're never just going to be complacent. When we're complacent, I feel that, you know, we're not even living anymore. So choose to not be complacent, but also choose not to live in that struggle. Choose not to live and sit in it and don't join forces with other people who are deciding to live and sit in it. You know, their misery, misery, you know, create, what is it? Misery creates company. Again, I'm probably saying that wrong too, but um, it is true that misery is company, right? When we sit with people who are miserable, we are going to feel miserable too because we're all in the same mindset. But if you choose to stand up and say, you know what? Yeah, this situation's kind of crappy, but you know what? I can choose to do something else in it today and I can learn and grow from it because we all have that power today and we're all choosing to either do something or do nothing. And sometimes doing nothing is doing something, right? And that's, that's the hard that hard uh, uh, concept to come up and look at and, and see ourselves for what we're either doing or not doing. So if you are stuck today, I do hope that you're able to just switch your perspective, look at it in a different light, choose what you're going to focus on, choose what you're going to give meaning to, and then choose what you're going to do. Until next time, be well. I hope this was of value to you, and I will see you in the next episode.